Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode on Let's Talk About Us with Uche. I am your boy, Uche. As usual, if you're new to my podcast, please make sure to download, subscribe, share, like. Please share with your friends and your family. And if you're new to my YouTube channel, please make sure to like, subscribe, share, and please make sure to hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first person to be notified. For today, I'm going to be talking about loneliness. Loneliness, an unspoken pandemic. So I know right now everyone is associating pandemic with the coronavirus, COVID-19 going on. But there's another pandemic that's been going on for a really long time. And according to research, it's actually going to get much worse. Loneliness. Loneliness is an unspoken pandemic that a lot of people seem to be quite hush-hush about. So we're going to be, I'm going to be dissecting loneliness and what this whole loneliness is all about and why and how we can collectively overcome it. So for anyone who is not sure about the definition of loneliness, loneliness is a feeling of emptiness, is a feeling of sadness, um, not having friends, not having company, isolation. I do want to give a disclaimer that loneliness is not the same thing as being alone. Okay, people, when you're lonely, a person who is lonely, someone who craves um, company, you crave friendship, you crave relationship, but you're not able to get it or at least not in the way that you want it to be even though you want it, right? And a person who is alone is a person who can be alone by choice, you know. Me personally, I'm naturally introverted. I normally like to be alone. It doesn't mean that I'm sad or lonely or anything like that. I live alone right now, even though I have a roommate right now, but for the most part, I don't have any friends or family members living with me, and that is 100% by choice. Some people think of it as being reserved. Some people think of of it as being um, isolating or self-isolating or whatnot, but the truth is that that is my choice. That is the way I want it. When I do hang out with friends, when I do hang out with family, they come, they visit, you know what I mean? And then they stay a few times and then they go home and then I go to them and I visit, I I hang out with them, you know, no one is moving in, no one is moving out, you know, that kind of situation. So that is just the way I've set it up because that's the way I want it. So being alone is different from loneliness. Just like being introverted is very different from being extroverted. Matter of fact, when it comes to introversion and extroversion, um, I, 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 I notice that a lot of people confuse being introverted with being shy and being extroverted with being obnoxious. Being introverted is not the same thing as being shy. An introverted person is someone who is reserved, you know. They like to be on their own. They like to spend time with themselves. You know, they genuinely, genuinely, key word is genuinely, love to spend time by themselves. You know, they enjoy peace and quiet. It's not because they're shy. You know, if, if you catch me and... Um, um, a public place and a general place I, I don't mind socializing not a problem I'm quite naturally charismatic when I want to be you know what I mean but when all that is done I go back to my little cave and I you know I, I like to be cozy I like to be I like to relax I like to recline back into myself that is different from being shy a shy person is someone who's basically has low self-esteem is not very expressive you want to be expressive but you don't feel you don't have the confidence you don't have you don't have what it takes you feel like you're not good enough for you to be your true self you know what i mean especially in public when there's a lot of people around you you don't feel comfortable you know maybe because out of fear of being judged the exact same thing is also applicable when it comes to being extroverted and being obnoxious a lot of people think that being extroverted is um, synonymous to being obnoxious but that's not true people who are extroverted genuinely enjoy 
you know, being the life of the party, or they can't even help it, you know, like, they're just very charismatic all the time, they're very social all the time, that's just the kind of person they are, their activities are very energetic, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, like, you can't miss them in the room type of thing, right, um, which is different from being obnoxious and loud and just, just irritated, you know, there are people who are, who are that, you know, and not extroverted, those are two different things, just like loneliness is not the same thing as being alone. There's a lot of stigma, there's a lot of negativity surrounding loneliness, but the truth is that every single one of us, we all experience loneliness, a form of loneliness at some time in our lives. Unfortunately, some people more than others. And um, unfortunately, some people, we don't talk about this enough. Maybe out of pride, maybe out of um, fear of being judged, fear of being ostracized, fear of not seeming cool enough, but the truth is that a lot more people are lonely more than you think. I have talked about geriatric loneliness, which is basically a loneliness that uh, is associated with old age. A lot of people, a lot of old, older people get lonely as they get older, especially in, in Western world. In the Western world where society is more individualized, it's not family based like it, it is in, in certain parts in Africa or Asia. So a lot of older people, when they get older, loneliness kicks in because kids are moved away from home. Um, people are in college people are working some of their kids have their own families you know a lot of these older people are retired there's not a whole lot going on especially for older people who are not married and that you know or don't have kids at all so ger geriatric uh, loneliness is, is very prevalent however loneliness with uh old age is not the only kind of loneliness a lot of people are lonely um i remember having a conversation about how some of the most good-looking people are actually often lonely, especially, you know, like some of the good-looking women are often very lonely because a lot of people think that, oh, you're so good-looking, too good-looking for me, you know. It could also be a situation where the lonely, uh, the good-looking person feels like a lot of times when people are interested in them, they're not necessarily interested in them as like the actual person, but you're really interested in their body, maybe sexually, you know, and then when that sexual act is done, then it's next onto the next one. So there's a lot of loneliness there as well. A lot of rich people are lonely. A lot of, believe it or not, a lot of people who are wealthy are very lonely because a lot of times you're not sure if somebody is interested in you uh, because of who you are, you know, because of uh, your person, your personality, or if they're actually interested in you because of the money or whatever recognition you have or whatever, you know, uh, they can gain from you. So loneliness comes in so many different forms and it should not be something that should be taken lightly and it's not something to be necessarily uh, ashamed of. Me, myself, I've been through phases of loneliness myself. Matter of fact, as I, I spoke in one of my other episodes, I didn't mention that the path of uh, self soul searching is often lonely. It's often lonely and it's often painful. You know, when I was going through my path of uh, growth, my path of soul searching, it was lonely. I had to push things away. I had to push people away. I had to recline into myself. I had to lock myself inside my own head to focus on myself as a person, you know, because I was just going through it or just life was going through me. It was a hot mess back then. Matter of fact, 2014 was a year of turnaround for me. Um, I joined the military. I enlisted in the military end of 2013. A lot of things was going on. I was homeless at that point. I was I was in college back in California. I got kicked out of college, um, owing so much money. I was in debt. I was broken, depressed, anxiety, you know, I, no job, just so broke, 
depression, suicidal, suicidal ideation. I was just at the lowest point of my life. And that was when I decided to join the military. Matter of fact, I don't tell a lot of people this so often. The true reason, the true reason I enlisted in the military was because I had given up. I had reached rock bottom you know and uh i joined the military because i was just giving up you know i figured i didn't even know much about the military at the time i didn't even honestly i didn't know that i would get paid as a soldier i didn't know anything about the military uniforms i didn't know the cadence i didn't know anything i didn't even know anyone who'd been in the military that was how low i had gotten and the reason why i'm saying this right now is not for anyone to throw me a pity party or any, any anything like that this is just me being honest being realistic because I am no longer in that place anymore. I have harnessed that the my confidence from that. I have harnessed from that experience. Now I'm a much better person. I'm in a much better place, um, and I feel like it's definitely grooved me uh, to be more emotionally intelligent. It's definitely grooved me to be more empathetic and quite humbling. So I'm able to relate to a lot of um, the mess going on with people, especially when it comes to mental health problems. Perfect example right now, like I mentioned in one of the other episodes that I talked about, this coronavirus lockdown going on right now, there's a lot of people who are stuck in unhappy relationships, unhappy marriages, stuck at home. Just imagine you're broke, they're broke, you know, or or you're working from home and both of you are locked down in the same home. I have to see you every day. You have to see me every day and you're not happy. A lot of people, believe it or not, look at, look at the statistics. I'm going to try to post some links or uh, some articles about the domestic abuse going on. A lot of people, a lot of divorces going on within this whole coronavirus. And I feel like this is a perfect time to introspect and look around you. What is it that you've done wrong or what what is it that you've done right? Me personally, not that I'm bragging, but one of the things that I realize when I look into my life and when I look at my life in reference to this, to, to this whole lockdown thing, this whole coronavirus pandemic thing going on, is that I'm not stuck in any un, unhealthy, unwanted relationship, unhealthy marriages. I've seen, I've seen loneliness drive people into the the worst relationships horrible marriages uh there's a saying you'll never be happy you'll never be truly happy in a relationship until you're comfortable being alone and because you're lonely you force yourself into a relationship that you're not supposed to be in um and you can pretend that you're not lonely but loneliness that loneliness is an extension of low self-esteem and it, it reeks of you you know or you reek of it rather you know most people can tell most people who have their things together most people who are very confident can smell your loneliness they can tell because if you're truly confident in yourself you would not settle for the wrong relationships you would not force yourself into the wrong relationships have you ever hung out with someone you know you're hanging out with them and every time you hang out with them it's it's awkward um having a conversation with them is like pulling teeth it just it, the, the energy is vibe it, the the energy is off the vibe is off it just it just feels all kinds of awkward that that person is not for you there's nothing wrong with you not being compatible with that person absolutely nothing wrong with that you know some personalities are not compatible with others that's totally okay but it's just obvious that that person is not for you and you keep forcing yourself into a relationship with that person even when the person distances themselves from you and you keep trying to desperately reach out to that person. That person never takes the time to reach reach out to you. They don't bother to offer to hang out with you. They don't bother to 
ask how you're doing. They don't bother to call you, text you. They don't bother to ask, hey, you want to hang out? You want to go here? You know, something like that. Or every time you're trying to hang out with them, they keep, you know, changing their plans or something like that. Sometimes, sometimes it's not all about that person. It's not that person's fault either. Perhaps that person, right, knows that they are not for you and you're not for them. But you keep desperately trying to force yourself into that person's life. Trust me, dear, right? That speaks more about you than it speaks about that person. Again, perhaps that person just doesn't care about you. And that's okay. Perhaps that person is not compatible with you and they know it. And that's okay. But the fact that it's so obvious that somebody does not care about you enough to make time for you, right? And you keep repeatedly trying to force yourself into that person's life. Trust me, it is very sad. It is very sad. It's very pathetic. You look desperate. You should not be wasting your time with people who cannot make time for you. Because trust me, it doesn't matter how busy you are, right? People make time for what they care for. People make time for who they care for, right? That person that when you text them, they take two, three, four, five days to respond. They take a whole week to call you back. If they call you back, they're not that busy. Especially when you hang out with them, they always have their phones in their hands. Everybody has their phone in their hand, especially when they're sitting on the toilet. Trust me. I also do want to add that sometimes it's not just about you either. You know, like that person who seemed like they're ghosting you could also be going through something, you know. So it's not always that, oh, you're just ignoring me. Um, hey, stranger, just ignore me. It's not always about you. That person could be going through whatever it is that they're going through that they don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing with you yet. So, you know, before you start judging, try to get try to understand where, you know, that person is OK. And if they assure you that they are OK. Okay, and there's nothing off with them then perhaps they're not really that interested in you and also if you're uncertain if you don't know if you're not sure where you stand in somebody's life don't be afraid to ask seriously if you call somebody a friend you should not be afraid to ask these kind of questions to me a friend is somebody you who you can be yourself with so if i'm being myself with with you right and i feel like it's not being reciprocated right i feel like the energy is off i trust me i'm not going to be scared to ask you that because i want to know am i wasting my time with the wrong person especially if you're trying to be, um get into an intimate romantic relationship with somebody and you're noticing that the, the the vibe is off the energy is off i would ask you so what are we doing what is this you know what is that and sometimes they may not necessarily give you a direct answer ask for a direct answer and not just what they say pay attention to what they do or is what they're doing matching what they're saying and if it's not necessarily matching and it's not looking good for you then perhaps it's time for you to go because that person is not the one for you and that is okay doesn't necessarily make that person a bad person doesn't make you a bad person it's just that you are not compatible and that is okay another thing that i do want to add is that loneliness forces you to overlook other things too like that person's personality right it could be that that person actually genuinely cares for you or genuinely doesn't mind you in their lives right but you are not paying attention to their personality are their personality is their personality compatible with your personality it could be somebody who just doesn't want to hang out every day every day they just don't want to hang out all the time you know maybe they're very introverted like myself i genuinely appreciate being by myself being by myself some people find it weird i really don't care because that's what i feel i feel much better being by myself i don't like crowds i'm a homebody you know i i'm not a huge fan of uh, except when i'm traveling i'm not a huge fan of clubs like that bars and things like that i don't mind it once in a while especially when you're young 
but those are not my type of thing so when i'm visiting you or you when you're visiting me if you're the type of person who every time you visit you like to go clubbing you like to drink more than likely i'm not going to try to hang out with you all the time because that's not what i want to do but if you're the type of person who matches my interest more than likely i'll give you more priority so when that person especially when they communicate with you and let you know because for sure i know for sure that i will communicate with you that this and this is me and this is not me when that person communicates with you you should not be trying to put that person in a box or trying to re, re change them um, mold them into your image you know so that they can conform to what you think is fun because that's not right that, that that's the quickest way to push me away you know because one you're not being respectful of their their demand you know their personality their personality is not that compatible with yours and that's okay so you have to decide well do i move on or do i just stay you know or both of you can compromise you can meet halfway but the only way to get there is to communicate and be honest and be raw and vulnerable with each other but when you're lonely and desperate you force yourself into that person's life knowing so well that that person's personality is not compatible with yours at all yes truly truly people are busy i'm a very busy man that's and that's facts but of course there's hierarchy of priority right you're going to put more interest or more focus on something or someone that is of higher priority to you right and i think another thing too is uh personality as well perhaps that person's personality is not the one to hang out all the time in my case I'm not the type of person to hang out all the time. I'm not the type of person to text all the time. I'm not the type of person to talk all the time on the phone, you know? And when they communicate that with you and you still don't get the hint, that speaks more about you than that person. And it is time for you to work in yourself as a person. You need to learn confidence. Learn confidence. I feel like confidence is a very um, underrated, powerful tool. It is a very powerful weapon, you know? You need to learn to be okay with yourself learn within yourself you don't need to keep forcing yourself in a situation that is awkward a situation me personally you would never catch me be try to pursue any type of relationship with anybody that i cannot be myself with absolutely not i pride myself with that with that and that 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 mentality i'm i always make sure to be myself 100 if i feel like i cannot be myself with you then you're not the type of person for me you know and i know it's easier said than done that i've done a lot of work for me to actually get to this point because there's seven billion people seven billion people on the planet why in the hell would you waste your time with somebody who does not care about you why do you why would you waste your time with somebody who does not see you as priority why would you waste your time prioritizing somebody who clearly does not see you as priority why would you waste your time giving attention to somebody who does not who gives you crumbs basically another thing that i notice is that a lot of people are so quick to use the word friend I understand that there, you know, friend or friendship is just a general name for, you know, two people getting together and whatnot. I understand that. But 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 when it comes down to it, to me, a friend, a friend is there's more to it. A friend is someone that I can be myself with. A friend is someone who's got my back and I got your back. A friend is someone who I can grow with. Friendship is a type of relationship and it should not be get that title should not be given to the wrong people you should not be giving that title to the wrong people not everybody's your friend it's okay to say this is someone i know or this is an acquaintance you know or someone i used to know 
not not every stop giving that discount to everybody to me i feel like if friendship is intimate a friend is someone I, i i can invite to my home a friend is someone i can go to their home and be myself a friend is someone that they can be themselves with me you don't feel intimidated by me i don't feel intimidated by you we grow together that is a friend that is what you should invest your time in friendship real friendship stop wasting your time on situationships with the wrong people you look sad you look desperate and last time i checked these two qualities are very very unattractive matter of fact i've seen a lot of people who beg people to like them this one is just it just blows my mind you know i try to be understanding i try to be as patient as possible but when you're forcing yourself into somebody's life they've told you they're not interested in you they're or maybe they, they don't they haven't said it to you verbally because they're not trying to hurt your feelings but indirectly letting you know that they're not into you you're not their type of person it is time to move on trust me because failure to you moving on and you keep pursuing somebody that clearly doesn't care about you that speaks that something is wrong somewhere with you right and this is not trying to seem condescending at all remember i've been there myself it is a reminder that something is wrong with you. Me personally, when I have something wrong, I have OCD, okay? I'm a perfectionist. I have an inherent inherent stubbornness. I call it inherent stubbornness, right? I can't sleep unless that thing is cleared, right? I have to try to fix it no matter what. And like I say, when you don't know where to start, Google helps, right? As quick as going to Google to type in um, how do I fight loneliness? How do I fight? How do I be a more confident person? How do I excel in better relationships? Trust me, there are tons of information on the internet. You just need to know where to look, and it's not that difficult. It is very sad when I see a lot of young people, a lot of people in general, but especially young people that complain that they're bored or they're lonely. It is very sad, and I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm not talking down on anyone at all. Matter of fact, me personally, the only time I ever get bored in my life, ever, is when I hang out with the wrong person. Like if I'm not feeling your energy, the chemistry is off, the vibe is off, you're not my type of person, or you're the type of person that every time I hang out with you is the same activity all the time. You like to drink and just drink alone, or you just like to talk about the exact same type of conversations, or you're not assertive enough, you know, and that's another thing too. I appreciate people who can check me when I'm out of line, but you know, but when you're going to check me though you might want to come with logic and reasoning you know because i like to turn everything into a conversation especially for a person who's looking for growth a person who likes to introspect because i love to introspect right so because of that i like to surround myself with people who can you know who are intelligent who are confident who are calm who are collected you know so you can challenge my thoughts and i challenge your thoughts it's not that we're we're fighting or competing who is smarter or who's not smarter you know yes of course check me if you think i'm out of line right you check me you bring your facts you bring whatever and i will discuss it you know if i don't think you're making sense i'll let you know that you're not making sense right and if you're out of line best believe i will check you too okay and if i think you're out of line and it turns out that i'm the one who's out of line i will apologize and we'll move on from there because this is the way adults talk this is the way adults communicate this is the way i prefer to communicate so i would never waste my time with somebody who is not that assertive i would never waste my time with somebody who is not um who does not challenge my views you know in a positive way too and when i i know when i say challenge challenge sounds like um like an attack it's i don't mean attack at all trust me there's no room for negativity there's no room for violence there's no room for um for abuse in my life i will show you the door 
But if you're sitting there hanging out with the same person all the time and, and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, it's just awkward. It's not for you. And the only way you're able to, you're going to be able to know this is if you soul search. Again, I talked about soul search in one of my previous episodes. Soul search is looking within yourself, you know, introspect, just dive into yourself. I know it's, it's very difficult, but again, YouTube, 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 YouTube is so informative. You'd be so amazed the mountains of information on the internet. Books, if you don't like to read books, audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube videos, um, research on the internet and make sure you're getting you're pulling the information from the right places too because you know you don't want to be getting your information from the wrong sources either but soul search about yourself as a person <clears throat> all of us every single one of us we've been reprimanded one way or the other about something about us you know uh, that someone doesn't like me per for example there are some people who have met me right and they think that i'm too much for them i don't pay attention to those people and there are some people who think that I'm too little for them. I also don't pay attention to those people. And then there are people who think that I'm just right for them. Those are the type of people that you want to pay attention to, right? Whatever it is that you are, if you think you're more extroverted than introverted, you might want to spend time with people who bring that out, who compliment you as a person. Not everybody's going to compliment you. Not everybody, you're not meant for everybody. Not everybody's meant for you. You pay attention to who you are and then you pay attention to the kind of people that you're looking for in your life that can help you grow right remember i met the episode about um five people that you need in your life to be happy i'm going to put a link you know the five people you need in your life to be happy but you're not able to find those right the right five people in your life if you're lonely loneliness will cloud your judgment and you will give those positions to the wrong people it is important that you find the right five people in your life the cheerleader, the mentor, the coach, the friend, the peer. If you're confident, if you're a confident person and you're sure about who you are as a person, you're not settling for less. You would know when the right people are in your life to fill those opportunities, those, those uh, positions. You would not be giving those positions to the wrong people who are going to lead you astray, right? If you're confident as a person, if you're confident, you will be able to deflect a lot of things. Matter of fact, a lot of people who, who you think are your friends don't consider you as friends, believe it or not. There are some people who don't like you, right? But they won't tell you they don't like you because they know that you put them at a higher pedestal, right? They know that you like them. They know that you feel good about them. And they know that that, that, that feel good is coming from a place of low self-esteem. You know, and they, they want you in their lives so that you can continue feeding their ego, right? Every time you're with them, it's always about them. There's all they're always talking about how beautiful they are or how cool they are, or some it's always something positive about them, and it's never about you. Some of these people are very abusive to you. Some of them may put their hands on you, they may um, abuse you verbally. I've seen this happen. I, I'm gonna there's one particular woman. I'm not gonna mention her name or who she is. Um for the sake of privacy and i remember a few years ago she she always used to talk about this best friend of hers this best friend of hers that she's known for so long right apparently best friend so me personally if a person is talking about best friend i think a best friend would be family if i could call someone my best friend i don't like to use that title best friend because i think it's very deceptive um but if i would call somebody a best friend i would think that a best friend would be family but this woman the way she would describe the best friend to me just didn't seem right she would call this best friend stupid unintelligent low self-esteem you know not a representation of who she is and all the names and i never met this best friend ever i just knew that 
this best friend is just a horrible person, apparently. So I'm sitting here thinking, I can understand if you describe an enemy or a hater and with those same terms, but you're describing a best friend who was supposed to be a family to me with those terms. Me personally, I think that actually speaks more about that woman than it speaks about that best friend. It speaks that there's something about you that keeps drawing you to that person because you know that person has low self-esteem. But then truly, that woman is a full-blown narcissist. And that this is what narcissists do. Narcissists, they love people who can stroke their ego. They love to surround themselves with weak-minded people who don't challenge them, right? If you ever find yourself in a relationship with somebody that you constantly have to walk an eggshell around them. You can't say nothing to hurt the queen. You can't say nothing to offend the king. That is a narcissist behavior. And you need to run. Okay? You would never grow because it's never about you. And that relationship is never about you. All you're there for is to feed their ego. Do you really want to live your life feeding somebody else's ego? You don't want that. Again, there are people who don't like you. Trust me. Trust me. They come in forms of family members. They come in form of, forms of quotation friends, acquaintances, whatever, whatever it is. They don't like you, but they know you like them. They know you have them at a higher pedestal and they love it because you stroke their ego. If somebody is a genuine person and they're not for you and you're not for them, they will distance themselves from you. And if you're confident enough to understand that that person is not for you you two will distance yourself from that person a relationship should not be awkward it should not be boring it should not be like walking an eggshell it should be natural it should be mutual it shouldn't be it shouldn't be forced it should just happen organically between two people there shouldn't be any type of unhealthy expectation there shouldn't be oh i do this for me and i do this for you or texting um this is nothing too a lot of people like the most um the most uh, opportune moments to be relevant in your life. Um, perfect example is people who wait till your birthday to text you, you know, or who wait till Christmas to text you happy Christmas or Merry Christmas or happy birthday or whatnot. From January to December, they don't talk to you. They don't take time to come see you. They don't care about if you're dead or alive. I have people who've hit me up this whole coronavirus texting. Oh, I hope you're okay. on my birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday. And by the way, I hope you're okay with the coronavirus. Coronavirus has been happening since January. You waited till my birthday to text me of my birthday and text me about coronavirus because you're trying to kill two birds with one stone. You really don't care about me. You've never cared about me. You're just looking for that perfect opportunity for you to reinforce a relationship. You know, those are not your people. This is what I tell people, right? You don't judge people's loyalty if they text you by if they text you um, on your birthday or not, or if they call you on your birthday or not. It's not what that. It's not. It's not all this little petty petty stuff, right? It is how they treat you. How do they treat you when you're alone? How do they treat you in front of strangers? How do they treat you behind your back? What are they saying in front of you? In front of strangers? What are they saying in front of you? Um, what are they saying behind you? Those, those things are very, very important, and you need to pay attention. Matter of fact, pay attention to every time you hang out with somebody. Make a mental note of the relationship. Make a mental note of the vibe, the energy. Make a mental note. What are you talking about every time you hang out with this person? 
if you find yourself in a, in a relationship where every time you hang out with this person, you're always talking negatively about somebody, there's always a negative vibe, you're, there's always gossip, 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 you're bringing somebody else down, I can understand humor. There's nothing wrong with humor. I like a, a little humor here and there. But every time, every time you, if every time you hang out with this particular person, it's something negative, you have to talk down on somebody else, especially somebody of the same race, ethnicity, or gender, or sexual orientation, or something like that. That is not healthy at all. You need to surround yourself with people you can grow with, people who compliment you. Because to me, if we're growing, we're shrinking, and I'm definitely not trying to shrink. You know, I'm trying to elevate. They say losers talk about people, winners talk with people. Do not be a loser and settle for a second best relationship where you have to bring down somebody else's spirit in order for you to desperately remain relevant in somebody else's life especially when that person obviously doesn't care about you please brothers and sisters please stop wasting your time stop wasting your life on the wrong people stop you're not just wasting your, your time you're wasting your life life is so short there's no reason why you should be settling you shouldn't especially for people who are impatient stop wasting when people show you who they are the first time you need to believe them even if they're lying even if it's obvious that they're lying, you need to believe them. You need to believe that they are liars. Even if they're pretending, you need to believe that they are pretenders. You know, stop wasting your time with somebody. And the only way you can know this is if you know who you're, you are. Know the kind of people for you. Know who you are supposed to be with. But you can only achieve this if you know yourself. Me personally, I like to categorize people that I meet in three into three different categories. You have the positives, you have the neutrals, and you have the negatives, right? To me, the, the positives are people who add positivity to my life. Some more than others, but at least it's positive. Those are the people I pay attention to, right? And then you have the neutrals. They're neither added nor taken. Just, they're just there, you know? There's nothing wrong with their... Um, there's nothing wrong with that. The neutrality of their existence, they're just there. They can be promoted to positive. They can be uh, demoted to negative. Um, so you just, you, you tend to them. You're not priority. So obviously you wouldn't treat them as priority, right? And then you have the negatives. The negatives are the haters, people, who, the naysayers, the people who don't support you, who look down on you, who are abusive to you, who put their hands on you, who don't give a crap if you're dead or alive. Even the ones who've told you that they don't care about you. You know, the people who go out of their ways to bring you down, to kill your spirit, um, the people who want you to fail. Do not pay attention to those people. Pay attention to the positives. Look in your contacts, right? Matter of fact, let's do an, a quick exercise. Anyone watching this or listening to this right now, please. Please bring out a piece of paper and a pen and write down the people you call friends. Every single person that you call friends or even family. But, you know, for the sake of blood relation, we're going to, you know, skip that for now. But friends, anyone you consider friends, right? If you don't know, look at your phone and look at the people you've been texting, the most recent people you've been texting and write them down. Write their names down and ask yourself, what do you appreciate about these people? What are these people doing for your life how are these people helping you grow as a person what are your goals in life and how are these people going to help you get to that goal how are both of you growing together when was the last time you saw this person when was the last time you spoke to this person when you meet this person what is the relationship like what is the conversation like what is the um, dynamic like what is the atmosphere like what has this person done for you and it's not just um, materialistic either you know and also you what have you done with that person why are you glad if that person that that person is, is in your life why and how will your life change drastically if 
you were to get rid of that person or that person gets rid of you or if they were to die ask yourself has this person reciprocated your loyalty to them your faithfulness to them have they been as good to you as you have are you the one who is constantly trying to be patient trying to hold it together are you the one constantly trying to reach out are you are you that person and last but not the least if you needed someone if you needed a shoulder to cry on if you needed someone to help you bounce back not necessarily financially either you know sometimes you know sometimes you want a hug sometimes you want a listening ear do you have somebody is that person a person that you know for sure that will come through because even even when alcohol is not involved, even when weed is not involved, even when um, taking pictures on Instagram and posting and you know pretending on how happy we are is not involved, would that person offer a shoulder to lean on? Would that person wipe your tears? Would they understand without judging you? Would they give you a hug? Would they offer constructive criticism? And I feel like this is something that a lot of relationships don't have, especially today. Constructive criticism. Construct, not just criticism, but constructive. Tell me what it is that you think I'm off on, right? Bring it to my attention. Let's discuss it. And if I tell you, okay, yeah, well, thank you for bringing that to my attention, but I'm going to keep this particular attitude or mentality. You respect it. We move on and vice versa. Have they lived up to the title that you've given them, the position that you've given them in your life, the title of friend or whatever it is that you call them? Have they lived up to it or are you settling for a situationship? Are you settling for something that you know for sure is futile or you know for sure is not leading anywhere? You're not growing. You're not. This person doesn't support your craft. They don't support your business. They don't. You know, there's no thumbs up. There's nothing. They've never been there for you. Unfortunately, this is a this is a this is a this is an unspoken pandemic in the in the Western world. And everybody, everybody is affected, you know, um, on some type of level working here living here in america especially where i work i i go to work and i see not just go to work i see a lot of people who are truly empty so empty you know even at work the conversations are so empty and frivolous the relationships are so frivolous you know it's like everybody uh, on mondays like oh it's monday Ugh, i hate mondays and then friday thank god it's friday and then you go home to your boring life to the stupid friends um the people who are not adding to your life you blow a bunch of money that you can't even afford post a bunch of pictures narcissistic pictures on instagram so you can desperately look relevant you know you're bored you're lonely and you go back to monday to be a taxpayer um and friday you go back to blowing money to fill in some void that is not living my dear people trust me i've been there and that is not living again looking at my life i'm not trying to brag at all i'm really not trying to brag you know i'm really not um all that to be honest with you but i am truly blessed by the almighty truly and the the perfect test is this this coronavirus thing when i look at my life right now i cannot be more thankful i know this could be better but it could be a lot worse, especially the things I'm seeing on the on the media and, and uh, on the news. You know, the abuse going on, people getting killed, people getting um, assaulted, molested, raped, uh, divorced, break breakups, a whole lot of mess is just going on. And I feel like this this um, this coronavirus is a catalyst to expose a lot of those things that we've all ignored. And if you if you don't if you don't like where your life is right now. It is a challenge for you to do something different, especially when this coronavirus thing is over. If, if you're one of the people who have lost their jobs, bless your heart. I genuinely feel bad for you. I'm very empathetic for you, and I hope you recover. If you're some of the pe one of the people
people that um um that cannot afford to pay your rent because you've lost your job you can't pay your mortgage or whatnot perhaps this is a challenge for you to do something different even if you're ch you're struggling um financially do you have people you can go to for money do you have people you can if you, if the answer is no even though you have people you, you consider friends and family but you still don't feel like if you were to find yourself in a hole you don't have anyone who can help you out of that hole you are wasting your time with the wrong people you need to reevaluate your life and stop settling for the wrong people stop settling for people stop wasting your life out of loneliness make friends with your loneliness please trust me one of the ways i've done this all right and i know this is very subjective for a lot of people people's um personalities and behaviors are different one of the ways that i've been able to uh, overcome is through therapy um i've been to so many therapies and uh to the point that i've confidently replaced my professional therapies with friends people I actually consider friends like there's some people in my life that i talk to every week some people i hang out with very often you know a few times a week maybe a few times a month those people have me they mean a lot to me some of the these are some of the most intelligent people that i've ever met like when you talk to them me personally when i talk to some of these people i'm like damn wow where have you been all my life and i know saying those things is not feeding their ego you know they're intelligent enough to understand that this is literally just appreciation and not feeding anybody's ego those are the people i've invested my time in and i'm truly blessed to say that i have those people and part of the ways the reason why i've, I've been i've been able to do is by introspecting into my life paying attention to myself you can also do another exercise write down your goals what are your goals in life what are your what is your purpose who are you as a person who are you trying to achieve what are you trying to attain as a person and what kind of people do you think you need in your life for you to bring those characteristics or personality whatever it is that you need to manifest your true potential what who do you need in your life and you focus on those people focus on those people i've been lucky actually scratch that i've been blessed enough to have those kind of people in my life those are the people i make more than enough effort to hang out with all the time i hang out with some of these people every week i hang out with some of these people once a few months um i, I talk to some of these people i have some people in my life that i talk to literally every week because talking to them is motivational i'm i don't like texting at all I, i'm a conversationist you know and when i do have conversations i'm a, i'm an in-person type of conversationist i like to look at you in the face i like to make eye contact Those, that's the kind of person i am i don't even like phone calls but i have people in my life uh, that i talk to on the phone for hours several hours like when we talk on the phone we're like okay dude we're going to try to make this 30 minutes and 30 minutes turns to three hours i'm not making this up and when you listen to our conversations it literally sounds like a podcast it, it's it's so motivational i inspire these people these people inspire me we motivate each other and every single time i'm done talking to these people i feel like a brand new person i'm not making this up i swear to god almighty this is not cliche these are the people i i i invest my time in i invest my energy these are the type of people that i will get on the plane to another continent for these are the people right out you would never catch me wasting my time on somebody who's just mm, you know just mad you know and this is not being condescending it's just that i am taking control of my life just i think i think it's uh oprah oprah said this uh, i don't know who said it who said this but um you are the ceo of your life you have the power to hire and fire anyone you have to hire to promote and demote anyone stop hiring the wrong people for the position stop demoting the wrong people so like i said 
therapy. Therapy definitely works. Therapy definitely works. I've been through so many therapies, professional therapies, that today I don't go to any professional therapist as of today. And the reason is because I have been blessed enough to replace my professional therapies with more intimate relationships. People I call family. People I call friends. That they provide not even the, the exact same type of therapy, but even better like a heavier dose of therapy and i feel genuinely happy i feel genuinely content with my life deep inside my soul knowing that i have these people and you don't need many all you need is just one at least one person you know the the more the better but you need to invest in quality quality relationships not quantity trust me and this is part of the reason why i had to get rid of instagram and facebook i used to be popping on instagram i used to be popping on facebook i used to be, I, I, Instagram, social media was just a breeding place for me. You know, social media is a breeding place for narcissistic behaviors. In my opinion, this is just my personal opinions. Unless you have a talent that you're marketing or a business that you're promoting, you should not be patronizing social media. Trust me. Lay off the social media. Lay off the lay. Social media is a breeding place for narcissism. Look at what I got that you ain't got. Look at what I've done that you ain't done. You should not be investing your energy in that. Invest your energy into yourself. Focus in yourself as a person and try to understand what makes you tick. And then after that, you try to channel the right people for you into your life. Remember, the five people that you need to be happy, those five people that you need to be happy, The uh, there's the cheerleader, the mentor, the coach, the friend, the peer. These five people, trust me, invest in these people invest in them and you will feel rich not financially but rich deep within your soul you won't you will not have the urge to settle for the wrong person i've seen people get abused physically physically abused verbally abused and you still keep running back to the same person a person that's embarrassed you in public talk down on you try to bring your spirit down there are people who talk negative behind your back and you still keep running to them i've even seen people say you know say verbally i don't want you you're not the type of person that i'm looking for in my life yet you keep drawing yourself dragging yourself forcing yourself into that person's life right that speaks more about you than it speaks about that person and i know that you're going to try to rationalize your behavior and try to blame it on that person and call them an asshole or call them a dickhead or whatever it is you know to justify your insecurities but trust me that is just your insecurities projected in that person that is your loneliness and you need to fix that before it kills you because i've seen loneliness drag people force people into the wrong marriages especially in heterosexual relationships when you have a kid with the wrong person you're stuck with that person forever and that kid suffers because that kid is not born out of true love it's not born out of genuine interest and that kid suffers and you're perpetuating that brokenness you need to heal especially again especially for heterosexuals who are looking to get married someday procreate have a bunch of kids you need to heal from your brokenness so that when you have kids your kids don't have to heal from you being their parents again whatever mental health issues that you have whatever not just mental health but I'm, I'm just going to be focused on the mental health right now for the sake of this episode whatever mental health that you have whatever mental health issue that you have you need to work in yourself to heal to be a better person before you bring a kid into this world if not you're going to pass that brokenness down to that kid that's why it's called generational curse right you're cursing that kid without even realizing it 
because you have not healed as a as a person and you're bringing in a child into this world out of loneliness again please do that exercise get get your phone get your phone contacts get, you know look at the la last couple of people that you've texted or hung out with or whatever it is and write them down and ask yourself what what are these people doing for you in your life and be honest and be raw be just just be honest you know it may be embarrassing but just keep it real you know you can't cheat yourself what are what purpose are these people serving in your life how are they helping you achieve your goals do that exercise and be honest right if they're not adding to your life they gotta go if they're not adding they gotta go if you're not growing you're shrinking and your priority should not be shrinking right and and it's okay if that person is not necessarily negative in your life it's okay if that person is neutral right but you treat them in according to that neutrality you don't try to force them into your life if that person does not see you as priority you should not see them as priority it's just that simple again if you're lonely just know that you're not alone it is a problem yes but you're not alone this is quite normal it's quite natural unfortunately this is something that is very common especially in the in the western world it's bound to get worse um, I, I remember reading this book, Love Sense. If you have not read it, please, I recommend to read it. It's a very informative book. You have to read it with an open mind. It just talks about love, definition of love, relationship dynamic. Um, but in that book, Dr. Sue Johnson, I, I, I think that's the author. She did mention in the very last chapter, even if you're not going to read the book, I, I recommend to read the last chapter. She did mention about how loneliness and disconnection lack of connection has become an epidemic in the western world it's sort of like the western world we've traded civilization for loneliness for brokenness people are so disconnected more than ever and this is bound to be to get worse it, it almost makes you question the definition the true definition of civilization how are we civilized how are we some of the most civilized people yet we're so broken it's like it's like everyone you know is a walking taxpayer that's that's it you wake up on, uh, in the morning, uh, Monday morning, you go to work, you drive to work, work with a bunch of people you don't really care about, um, do a job that you don't really care about like that. And I know this is not everybody, but a lot of people are like this. And if this applies to you, it is time for you to change your fate. And don't take this the wrong way. This is not condescending at all. I know it sounds like I'm yelling, but trust me, this is this is actually, I'm in a good mood, actually. Matter of fact, um, but seriously, I've been there myself, so I know what it feels like. It hurts. I've had depression. I've had anxiety. Um, I've had loneliness. I've had low self-esteem. I come from a very dark childhood, very dark. I've been suicidal, been there, done that. But I had to grab life by the horns and just stare to the right direction. 2014 was my year of turning around. I figured if I was going to die, I might as well die trying, you know, so I grabbed life and I just kept running with it and I've just been running with it and I've made a lot of mistakes. I've said a lot of things, done a lot of things that I'm not proud of and I own to my mistakes. And this is why it is extremely important that you surround yourself with the right people, people who are going to see your mistakes and call you out on those mistakes. This is why me personally, I only like a certain people in my circle. That is one of my biggest, that is one of my biggest um, rules. You have to be assertive. And I don't think a lot of people understand what it is, what I mean by assertive. Assertive does not mean to be obnoxious. Assertive, an assertive person is someone who is confident, someone who is direct, right? Those are the only type of people I like in my life. That's it. If that's not you, mm, 
And the reason why I like assertive people, you know, people who are confident, who are direct, is because I am assertive. I am very stubborn. And I need somebody who can check me when I'm out of the way, when I'm out of the line, right? And and as, assertive is not someone who is um, cocky or arrogant or no, 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 no. Someone who is confident is not a competition. I'm not competing with you, right? I'm not trying to seem smarter than you. You're not trying to seem smarter than you. I'm not trying to be better than you. You're not trying to be better than me. I'm trying to grow as a person and I'm guessing you you two should be trying to grow as well and we should all grow together. That's that's always that's always my number one rule. You have to be assertive, right? Assertive person is not somebody who's always loud. Assertive can be manifested in so many different personality types. Believe it or not, assertive person is not a dominant person. Dominance is not assertive. These are two different words, right? An assertive person is someone who is confident, who is direct. You know, who is not afraid to speak up when there's a need for it, right? That's my number one rule. The, my second rule is I have I, you have to have common sense. I understand that common sense is subjective. You know, certain things are not necessarily common sense uh, to so, so, certain people. And I think it also deals with uh, culture and personal values and uh, geographic location, locations and things like that. But for the most part, certain things are common sense. And the next thing that I have to have or somebody has to have you know, to be in my circle is being open-minded. Open-minded people are naturally curious. They're naturally curious. They're naturally looking to absorb positive information. You have to be open-minded. There's nothing more irritating than talking to somebody who doesn't give a crap about what you have to say. They're just waiting for you to finish so they can interject their BS. It should be a conversation. I am a conversationist. Again, everyone who knows me on a personal level knows that I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of texting, you know, especially when it's frivolous. You know, if if you and I were texting back and forth and you text me, hey, hey, what's up? Chilling, bored, mm, mm, time will come. I will permanently ignore you. Trust me. You know, I, I'm not a huge fan of texting. I'm not even a fan of talking on the phone. But when it comes to in face conversation, I am more than down to have an open minded face to face conversation with you. Eye contacts included. That's the type of person I am. But then the thing is, hanging out with people is time, though, because that's something that's time I could have been doing with some doing doing something else. Right. So if I'm going to be giving you my time, you have to be worth it. What are you bringing to the table? Stop giving your time to the wrong people it is sad not just for them but especially for you you are wasting your life you are worth more if you're lonely if you have low self-esteem that's okay you know it's normal we you know this world there's a lot of brokenness a lot of people in this world suffer from a great deal of brokenness and that is quite normal unfortunately but you can get you can get help i'm gonna try to attach some some links to some articles um, and possibly some TED Talks on loneliness that you can watch. That's a, a perfect start, you know, for anyone who's trying to change, turn their lives around, please. And if you have any concerns or questions or even more information, you can hit me up, you know, send me an email at letstalkwithuche at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to respond and even share more personal stories on how I was able to turn my life around. Again, as a kid, I had an extreme low self-esteem the, the key word is extreme not just low self-esteem it was bad i had i had um <clears throat> i came from a place of the darkness abuse and 
people who know me who grew up with me who saw me as a kid they can attest that i i, I have a complete 180 right now you know what i mean but that did not happen overnight I, there was a lot of trying errors especially when you don't really have a lot of people to look up to i was blessed enough to to meet with people in my life as i was growing and they were you know point me in the right direction I'm very lucky to have those people. Truly, truly, I am, right? But that didn't happen overnight. I met a lot of mistakes, a lot of trying errors, did a lot of things that I shouldn't have, have done, been to a lot of places I shouldn't have been to, said a lot of things I shouldn't have said, but I've learned from my mistakes. I learned and I've grown and I continue to grow because it's, you know, growth is it's a constant thing, right? And this is why I'm making this particular episode so I can give back. This is my way of giving back. So if you need more pointers or you just need me to elaborate on some of the things, some of the tactics that I've, that, that I've employed to change my life and turn my life around, please hit me up and I'm, I'll be more than happy to, 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 um, to share with you. Mind you, my life is not perfect. I'm far from perfect. I, I don't consider myself anything special. I am just a guy that's been through a lot of messed up experiences that have shaped my mind, that have shaped my perspective, that I like to think that I'm more aware and more mature. This is the end of this episode. So thank you very much for tuning in. If everyone who supported me, truly, truly, I appreciate it. Everyone who's been sharing my videos, sharing my podcast, giving me a thumbs up. I really do appreciate it from the bottom bottomless part of my heart trust me my friends my family um everybody thank you so much please keep sharing keep subscribing keep liking keep uh, downloading please share with your friends share with your family visit my website www.letstalkaboutus.org visit my social media pages uh, facebook is let's talk with uche instagram is let's talk with uche please follow me um for any updates so every time that i upload any episode you'll be notified right away thank you very much and i'll talk to you guys in the next episode